Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Beluga Bets podcast. I'm your host, Connor Knott. Today we're going to be going over week five, recapping week four, where we went six and one, one and zero on our lock, moved to three and one on our locks on the year. And I don't know what our, I think our total record for the year is 16 and nine now, coming off that hot week. So we're building some momentum. I'm loving it. This episode is going to be a little shorter as I got into a work dinner. Well, I got into it at dinner last night for, for work and, uh, Things just kept tumbling and tumbling, and we got in some uh, pretty crazy extracurriculars. You know, whenever you end up on a stripper pole at, at 3 a.m. on a Wednesday, it's it's never ideal, but nonetheless, we, we, we move on. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get into the bets. But first off, we got to get a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Sports Emporium, where you can get high-end sports memorabilia at reasonable prices. Visit www.ebay.com slash USR slash Buffalo Sports Emporium for all your needs. They also have a store opening up that is actually now open in Buffalo, New York. So Buffalo Sports Emporium, now open in Buffalo, New York. Go check it out if you're in the area for all your sports memorabilia needs. All right. So without further ado, guys, as we mentioned, six in one week, I felt like literally Jesus Christ, Lock Jesus himself, Coming off that, I mean, just feels great to give the followers some, some picks, some wins like that. So we feel good heading into week five. We're, we got to, though, you know, take a look at a board that honestly is a little ugly. I don't love this board. I don't love what I'm seeing. I think it's kind of gross. But hey, I mean, we got to gut through it. We got to find a few winners. So for you guys, I mean, you know, I'll do that. So we, we'll see what's going to happen here. Anyway, without further ado, I mean, I think we I think we just get right into it, right? I don't think I have anything else to cover. Um, yeah, I'm running on like one hour of sleep, so we're gonna we're gonna power through this. It was a tough work day. Anyway, we already just I'm just recording this after Colts at Broncos. I leaned Colts. I said that on my Instagram story, I believe. Um, took a double result bet and uh, hammered that pretty hard, but the Colts could not get the first half lead. It was Colts Colts double result. So for those of you who don't know, a double result bet is a team you pick a team that's gonna lead at halftime or if it's gonna be a tie and then you pick the team that wins the game, essentially. And so I thought the Colts were going to have a lead at halftime and win. They ended up coming back, which I didn't think they could do, but, you know, good for them, good for the Colts. I leaned Colts three plus three and a half with the points. Why not? Um, so, yeah, I, I was a little upset I didn't put that on the card, but, oh, well, it's it's much better, and I think this is a valuable lesson, guys. It's always much better to say, damn, I wish I had bet that. That would have been a good bet than I shouldn't have bet this. This was a bad bet. Because in one case... Yes, you're losing out on potential profits, but in the other case, you are losing money. So at worst, you know, being even is nothing to be upset about. So yeah, but let's, uh, without further ado, let's just get into it. Let's get into it. I am going to try to make this quick because I am going to Vegas tomorrow. Beluga Bets is taking Vegas. Yeah, that's right. I almost forgot about the big news. So we are going to take a ton of cash, way more than I should. We are going to be at the sports book all day Sunday after two days of partying and then drive back down here to my, my beautiful mother's apartment in Scottsdale, Arizona after. So that's going to be quite the ride on Sunday. But before that, we're going to be living it up. So Beluga Bets is going to be in Vegas. You should get some content. We'll see. We're going to just try to enjoy it, try to live our lives and uh, yeah, do some dumb shit, of course. Um, But probably meet the mother of my children is really what I plan on doing. Anyway, getting into the Sunday slate, we got Giants at Packers at 930 in London. The Packers are minus eight. They are technically the home team, even though it's obviously a neutral site game. Over under at 40.5. Uh, my thoughts on this one, uh, immediate gut instinct goes to, you know, take the Packers minus eight since the Giants are coming off a win. The Packers are coming off not covering against Bailey Zapp, which was rough. Um, I don't know if it's an automatic Packers get, and it's not going to go on my card. I really don't like 
taking you know a team that I'm not that confident in against a team that's not that bad when they're swallowing eight points at a neutral site. You know, in London too. Who knows? Aaron Rodgers probably not a Europe guy, so I would doubt he would go over there. Actually, Aaron Rodgers could be a Europe guy. You know, over there across the sea, I feel like they just they're like typical Saturday activities. Like, oh yeah, we just had an orgy, yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's definitely not England, but I'm just going to lump Europe all together because they are just inferior to the United States in general. Anyway, I digress. Um, the pick here is going to be Packers minus eight. It's not going on the card. That's just where I would lean. That's right, Lean. I got nothing to say about the total. Um, it's just low. I don't really like totals anyway, as you guys know. All right, 1 p.m., Steelers at the Bills. The Bills are minus 14. Uh, it's a big number. I think the biggest number we've seen so far this year, but it makes sense. The Steelers look awful. Bills look, you know, like the Bills. They had a really impressive win last week, I think, even though they didn't cover. It was technically a push, I think. Uh, that was really impressive for them to come back against the Ravens. And uh, that was just really, really good game management at the end. So impressed with the Bills. Um, I still, you know, after the two injury, it's tough to want or, like, feel good about Dolphins' division, except especially after that loss. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I think Bridgewater can hopefully get them through. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyway, with the Bills... And the Steelers. Um, this is also a game I'm not going to be betting on. I don't like big spreads. Uh, I, I would maybe, you know, think about a teaser or of some sort. But I'm not hopping on the Bills side. I'd rather be on the Steelers here. I think there's a chance that they could play some stiff defense. The Steelers did beat the Bills week one last year in Buffalo, I believe. So this is a Steelers team, you know, that plays really gritty against good teams and plays like the horrible team they are against the bad teams. So it, it should be, I think, a closer matchup. But it's not something I want to put on my card. I, I don't want to sweat out. Kenny Pickett, who wears a glove to throw um, on Sunday. It's just not fun for me. I don't enjoy that sort of thing. All right, moving on to our next game, Chargers at Browns. This is an interesting one. Um, the spread is 2.5, and I'm seeing it in 2, even on some websites, which just feels like they're daring you to... I think they're daring you to bet the Chargers. Like, the Browns just lost to the Falcons, and they're saying that the Chargers are 5 points better than the Browns. I think that's ridiculous, um, but people are still, I think, going to be kind of inclined to bet the Chargers. I don't believe in the coaching staff. I think it's horrible. I think Cleveland has a good coaching staff. I think Jacoby Brissett's played really well this year. It was a weird loss to the Falcons on Sunday, but it was one that I think we saw coming. And I think the Browns are not going to you know, be a juggernaut without Deshaun Watson. That would be outrageous. So I think you shouldn't really you know, be too upset if you're a Browns fan or you're someone back in the Browns this year when they lose to the Falcons on the road because... It was just a tough spot for them, um, and it would have been tough to go to 3-1 without Watson on the field. So I think you should be happy with 2-2 two two if you're a Browns fan. Um, I think this is a really gettable game for the Browns. I don't know if I want to put Browns plus 2 on the card. I'll circle it for now, something I do like, but I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. So we'll figure that out, but for now I'm going to circle it, and we'll come back to it. Browns plus 2.5 or plus 2, whatever. I, I, I like it, but I don't know. I've, I've kind of gotten phased out of it during the week. I really liked it at three. But the fact that we're getting less points is, is mostly encouraging. So we'll see what happens, man. But obviously a big revenge game for the Browns last year is that high-scoring affair um, between the two teams. That was ridiculous. One of the best games of the year, like 43-40 to 40 or something. No defense could get a stop. feels like this whole year is just the exact opposite. So pretty wild. But, yeah, that, those are my thoughts on that one. We might put the Browns on the card. All right, next game is Texans at Jaguars. we got the Jaguars minus seven, a touchdown favorite against the Texans. Um, Jaguars obviously coming off a tough loss to the Eagles. 
but it's tough to win in Philadelphia right now with the way the Eagles are playing. So not really uh, necessarily super excusable with the way Trevor Lawrence really was ma- like manhandled at the end there and fumbling the ball. But the Jags are still pretty good, I think. I, I think this is a really good team. Not a really good team, but a good team. So it, it's a spread that makes sense to me. Um, you're getting 65% of the bets right now on the Jags, 59% of the money. So if that looks a little bit on that side, I would lean towards the Jags here. The, the Houston Texans have covered like every game this year, it feels like. So I, I think there's got to be one. Well, they didn't cover last week. so. But I, don't, I think the Texans have still covered at a really good clip this year, and I think the Jags could easily bounce back and kind of manhandle them because that defense for the Jags is really good. And so, yeah, that, that's where I would lean on that one. Um, moving on, another just gross game. It's a really just an awful slate this week, guys. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Bears at the Vikings. The Vikings are eating seven points. Um, this is one that jumped out to me immediately. Like, yeah, let's ride the Vikings there. But now it's kind of maybe at seven and a half in some places. I'm seeing 81% of the bets on the Vikings. So that's just not happening. And the Vikings are one of those teams that I just don't really like taking as a, as a favorite. Um, a lot of the time, they they do tend to just play close. They don't really steamroll teams that much. They had a great week one against the Packers, obviously. And a nice comeback win against the Lions, and they held on against the Saints. But I'm really not really impressed with the Vikings this year. Their roster's fine. It's not the, the gassed-up roster that people made it out to be. They are not a powerhouse. They're not. A, I don't think they're a true contender in the NFC because, I mean, look at the quarterback. Um, so, yeah, that's where I fall on, on them. I, I'm really not a believer. So I'm not eating seven and a half points or seven points with the Vikings. I will actually lean the Bears here. Um, Bears suck. They're awful. We faded them last week. We profited on that. But uh, they do play pretty good defense, actually. And their team's just been overall a little bit better than I thought they'd be this year. So I'll give the Bears some credit, and we'll see. I mean, it could be just one of those where the Vikings come out and come out flat because they do that once or twice a year. It feels like every year they get blown out by a bad team on at like home. It's just a weird thing that they do. Minnesota sports, man, drill quick side tangent. Probably like people always say I'm depressed about my team. Oh, blah, blah, blah. In any sport, MLB, you know, I, I complain about the Phillies not making the playoffs for a whole decade. Minnesota sports, man, these, these people go through trauma. I never hear them complain about it. It's just like, it feels depressing. Like the, the Minnesota Twins, I think, have lost like 15 playoff games in a row. Could you imagine going through that as a fan? Like, every time you make the playoffs, it's just like, oh, no, they're not even going to win a game in, a, in like, a five-game series. That's insane. That's awful. Like, that's that's miserable. The Vikings, what do we think of as the Vikings? We think a heartbreak. We think of, I mean, they had one nice moment with Stephon Diggs, but that, the game after that, they got clobbered in the NFC Championship at 38-7. to Like, this Vikings team, man, they are just another team that throughout our lives, I feel like, has not been necessarily a laughingstock. They've had their good moments, but, man, they can know how to break a heart, so... Yeah, Minnesota sports. And then I mean, what are the what have the Timberwolves done ever? So, my point proven there. Anyway, um, that was too long of a tangent, but we'll lean towards the Bears. The Vikings are just not a team I trust to eat seven points, especially in a spot where it feels easy. I don't think it's going to be easy, so I'm not siding with it. Our next game I have on the card here is one that I think we are actually going to add, folks. Finally, a game we want to touch. It is Lions at Patriots. Lions are getting three points. Vegas is telling us we think these two teams are even, which is interesting. I think that generally, you know, when you get points with the Lions, I think it's usually going to be a good bet. They obviously cover as a dog quite a bit. As a favorite last week, not so much, but we told you we were leaning towards the Seahawks. Didn't add it to the card, unfortunately. But we saw the Seahawks come out and just blow their blow their blow the Lions' socks off. I don't know what I was going for there. Uh, you don't you don't blow someone's socks off. That just sounds sexual and strange, but. 
I don't know. I'm a little turned on at the same time. Sorry, guys. Whew. Um, yeah. Did it? Did it get hot in here? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, the Lions at the Patriots. Yeah, I'm getting my mind off socks getting blown off. Anyway, I like the Lions here. I like getting three points against Bailey Zap. Um, the Patriots aren't horrible. They're not. They're not that bad. I thought they were going to be even worse than they are, but they they just aren't going to do much on offense. With Bailey Zap, this this Lions defense is, is definitely horrible, uh, but they they gotta be playing better than, than what they did last week. And it is tough to play in a dome as a def- defense. Like playing in a dome, offense is very easy. No wind, no anything. It's just it's just money for the for the offense usually to rank out like big plays. So um, definitely one where I think that I think the Lions are gonna bounce back this week. I think the Lions are better than a one and three team. I think I could easily see them going two and three, and the Patriots. You know, as much as it would suck for them to go to, I guess, one and four, right? Um, I can just see that happening. They're coming off a game where they played the Packers close, strangely, in Lambeau. That was crazy. And I think that this week they're going to kind of pull back a bit. And we're going to see, oh, yeah, Bailey Zapp is a quarterback. This guy is a rookie who really not is not ready. So maybe Bailey Zapp shocks me. But I will absolutely let Bailey Zapp, Joe Judge, and Matt Patricia shock me if that's what's going to lose my bet. So that is something we are going to take, folks. I'm not even a Lions guy, but we're riding the Lions. I think they can win that game. Um, and we'll take those three points. So, yeah, that's our first game officially on the card. Moving on to our next game, Seahawks at the Saints. The Seahawks are plus five and a half here. So super interesting game here, I think. This is one that I think we're going to bet too. I told you guys I don't really like taking favorites. The Saints this year have just been, ugh, like god-awful. I think, like, the Saints aren't that bad. I think they are going to be pretty bad this year. They don't have a good quarterback. Hey, Dalton played okay last week, I think. I didn't really catch that game, honestly. Being on the Pacific time, I'm not getting up at 6.30 to, to watch that, to watch Kirk Cousins. Um, so I didn't watch. But as much hate as I give the Saints, I really like the spot for them. I got 78% of the bets and 77% of the money on the Seahawks here who are coming off a massive win where they upset the Lions. Now they go on the road. They go across the country a bit. And they go into the Superdome where the Saints haven't performed this year. But the Saints are due to have just a really good, complete game. That defense is still, I think, really good. And maybe those players are just taking some time to mesh. I know they brought in two new safeties, I think. Yeah, they brought in one from the Jets. And then they brought in Matthew, obviously. Um, and they have, a lot, they have a lot of weapons. So it's just a matter of getting those guys involved and running the ball. They haven't run the ball well at all this year. Kamara has been silent. I would look for him to maybe break out this game and get it done. Um, who knows with him? I, I really like him as a player. I always have. But it's been a weird year, especially with the looming suspension. And then it wasn't he wasn't going to be suspended. And now the Saints suck, and he's been hurt. It's just been tough. So uh, you can't hold that guy down for too long. So I really, really do like the Saints here. I, I don't like eating points. But Vegas is shouting at you to take the, the Seahawks. They're begging you to take the Seahawks. So I'll ride with them. I'll trust them. And I'll, and I'll take the Saints. I think there's an easy way that the Saints control win this game by a lot. We'll see about this whole Geno Smith thing, too. Everyone's high on Geno Smith this week. I think that whenever you see a guy getting praise, 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 who maybe isn't that good, then he's going to have a pullback week the next week. So I think Geno Smith could have a rough game against that tough Saints D, which which should be better than it's been playing, man. Um, but yeah, the next game we have here is an interesting one. It's the Dolphins at the Jets. Um, this is a game that we are seeing 89% of public money being placed on the Dolphins, 63 or 89% of bets, 63% of money. So. It's a little bit of sharp money on the Jets, which is interesting. I do think there's a sliver of a chance that the Jets kind of break out this game and play really well and shock some people. 
I'm not going to bet on it. I'm not going to bet on the Jets two weeks in a row. They're still the Jets in my mind. Like, I think the beginning of the year, the Jaguars showed us they were a different team. And once they went into L.A. and beat the Chargers by 28, it was like, this is not this is not the Jaguars anymore. This is not the Jaguars. This is a new team with a young, great quarterback who's going to, well, not great yet, but a good young quarterback and a coach who's really experienced and knows what he's doing. The Jets, I don't know if I'm getting that yet. Like, I, I, don't, I don't hate Salah. He's had some pretty rough comments. But his team has played pretty well this year. You know, they're 2-2. Two and two. That's great for the Jets. Like, that's that's an awesome step forward. This one's a tough one. I mean, at home, you have a chance against Teddy Bridgewater. I thought Teddy Bridgewater looked great on his first drive when he came in on Thursday night a week ago. Uh, we'll see what he can do tonight. I, I, I really like, you know, the Dolphins in this spot. But it's such a plaid pick that you, you guys know I can't ride a minus 3.5 or a minus 3 that has all that money on it. I'm just not interested in doing so. So we're going to sit this one out. Um, no, no, no thoughts on the total really either. I think it's a pretty straightforward game in which I would imagine the Dolphins are going to handle business. But I don't know. There's a chance the Jets might break out and show us, hey, we uh, actually have a pretty good roster now. Even if our quarterback is only going to have really one good quarter, we can we can win a game. So we'll see, man. Jets played really well last week. I'll give them credit. Credit where it's due. Go Jets. I uh, I, I told you I'd lean towards them last week, but I was too much of a little bit of a coward to put them on the card. But you know, it happens. So. Anyway, moving on, we've got two more 1 p.m. games to get through. Falcons at Bucks. This is another game I think I like, and I think I'm going to place a wager on. It is a super interesting game in the sense that the Bucks are minus 10, and the Falcons and the Bucks are they both at 2-2, two two, or are the Falcons 1-3? and three? I'm trying to think who the Falcons played week three. I don't know. They lost to the Saints. You know that. They lost to the Rams. I do not remember who they played week three, but I feel like I had them. And then I'm going to guess they're one of three. I don't remember. Did they play? No, they didn't play. The, it wasn't a division. Yeah, I still I still can't remember, guys, to be honest. But, um, oh, well, you know, you win some, you lose some with this foggy brain of mine. But anyway, I really like the Bucks here. Uh, the spread has gotten all the way to 10. I think that's kind of outrageous. And I think because it's outrageous, we're going to take it. I, I really don't like taking favorites, guys. I just don't like doing it. But the Bucks, we faded them two weeks in a row. People said... A beluga, you fave Tom Brady two weeks in a row? Are you crazy? No, I'm I'm Jesus Christ of locks. I'm not crazy. I mean, I am crazy, but not in that sense. I know what I'm talking about. So we we had a really good read on the Bucks, and we could continue to fade them. I just don't think it's smart. I think I think Vegas is going to show us that they're going to come out and kind of flat out dominate on Sunday. The Bucks do have still a top five defense in the league, probably, and I think it's going to be coming out pretty hungry after getting embarrassed a little bit by Patrick Mahomes on national TV. It's a one o'clock game, kind of a perfect time for Brady to settle in. Brady always gets up early, plays pretty bad in prime time. Usually that's just a stat and a trend that we've seen. I think he plays a lot better early in the day. I like them getting a second straight game at home. I like them getting a little more rested. So yeah, they'll have some weapons and they'll have a good chance on Sunday, I think. And I think they'll they'll win in a bit of a blowout against the Falcons. Um, I just don't like taking favorites, guys, but it's, it's one I got to roll with. I got to roll with the Bucks to bounce back, especially when Vegas is telling us they think this number should be as big as it is. So maybe we'll tease it. I don't know. I haven't really decided yet, but we'll figure that out. Um, it's also big to tease, like nine and a half, ten. Like that's a lot of points to tease. So yeah, 61% of bets are on the Bucks right now, but only 50% of the money. So I would feel comfortable taking them. I don't think they're a team that everyone's slamming. I think a lot of people are saying, the Falcons aren't that bad. I would take them with 10 points. And it's going to be like, well, oh, no, never mind. Like, the, the Falcons are pretty bad still. So we'll see. Um, but, yeah, 
That was my analysis for that game. Last 1 p.m. game. Talk about a fucking trap game. Titans at Commanders. Commanders are plus two and a half. Are you kidding me with this shit? Like, I get the Titans aren't that good, but the Commanders stink. Like, they are awful. And I'm seeing, like, one and a half here. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I, guys, I don't know if I can sit this out. Like, the Titans should manhandle the Commanders. I guess they are the Titans. Now that I think about it, they are awful against the good or the bad teams. So I can't bet them because I think Vegas is calling their shot a little bit here with the Commanders. I don't think we're going to bet on this game. I don't think it's smart, guys. I, I just don't want to touch it. Um, I, I would think about... Uh, no, I wouldn't even do that. I was going to say maybe tease the Titans, but that's going through zero. And you're ended up with like a plus five. I don't want to mess with that shit, man. Uh, the Titans could just lose big like they have a few times this year. Um, did they lose big week one? Yeah. No, they didn't. They lost by six, though. So big enough. Um, anyway, it, it's, uh, it's a super interesting game. It, I think it's obviously a trap. But we're not going to play either side of the trap. We're just going to sit out. I, I don't think it's worth it, guys. So, yeah, um, if I had to lean in one direction, I got to lean on the Titans, man. The Commanders, the Commanders were our only loss last week. Like, that was ridiculous, and that sucked. And Vegas was wrong in saying, yeah, I, we think they're even with the Cowboys. Commanders are not even with the Cowboys with anyone at quarterback. That roster, man, has been really bad, and, and Wentz obviously stinks. They, they, could be picking, they could be picking real high in the draft next year, so... I don't know. I'm not going to bet on them anymore uh, for, for the foreseeable future. We'll see if they come out and shock the world on Sunday. I would be entertained, but I don't think it's going to happen. Moving on to our next game, another team that is getting a lot of love from the public right now, and rightfully so, 49ers, who made us a whole boatload of money on Monday night, are getting 84% of the bets and 79% of the handle. They are minus 6.5 on the road in Carolina this week. Sorry, I probably should have led with that. Over under at 39 points, which is hilarious. Um, this is a super interesting game. Uh, the the Panthers suck. Matt Rule is going to be out of there very soon. This could be one of those kind of free ones where they just kind of get blown out. Jeremy Chin is on the IR now. They're losing defensive players in their defense, which I'd say is definitely their strength, obviously. And that offense, man, that's it's really bad. I thought it was going to be better with Baker, but they don't have really good protection. They don't have good receivers really um i mean they do like dj moore is good but he hasn't really shown up like robbie anderson's fine i i don't know guys it's just weird um caffrey is playing at least again so that's good he's healthy but like the offense is just atrocious i don't want to touch this game i would ride the niners but the, the public's too much on it i'm gonna actually lean panthers here i think they could keep it close and i think that niners offense still is a little inconsistent with some good corner play and good tackling on the outside there are ways to limit this Niners team they play to a lot of third downs since they run the ball so much and throw it short so much they don't have as many consistent you know big plays on first and second down to power them through drives without really pressure downs so I think if the Panthers make some tackles on third down like this could be a close game and one that is frustrating to bet on if you're betting on the favorite so I'll take the dog if you're gonna get that I would say by the half point get it to seven that would be pretty pretty decent for me. We'll see. I mean, it's, it's not fun to bet on the Panthers in 2022. But, hey, if you're a psychopath and you just want to sit through it, grip it and rip it and hold on to your by the seat of your pants, hopefully, I mean, go for it, man. If you're into that, I'm into some weirder shit. So, um, yeah, totally. Uh, ooh, I'm getting distracted again. This foggy brain, foggy brain. Anyway, our next game, my beloved only undefeated team in the NFL, Philadelphia Eagles, headed to Arizona where I live actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? Uh, I get the Eagles are in town. 
Fortunately, I will be in Vegas, so I can't go to the game. Not that I would. I prefer watching NFL games from the seat of my couch than in the seat in the stands. Um, tailgating's fun, but it, I don't think it's a really great experience going to NFL games. The TV experience is just so awesome, too, with Red Zone. It can't really be topped. So, yeah, just a little bit of my thoughts about that. Um, this is a super interesting game to me, honestly, guys. Uh, the Cardinals are definitely bad. They definitely don't have a lot of talent. Their defense playing a little better, and I think it's impressed me so far this year. I think their defense is mediocre, but not bad. Um, and then Kyler Murray is just going to sit in the pocket for half the game, and then by halftime they say, hey, maybe we should run with you. And they could honestly beat any team if they just let Kyler run a lot. And I think part of that's he doesn't want to is also the thing. So I don't know. It's an interesting game. I really don't know where to lean here. I do think the Eagles are like a special team. I, I like them to cover five, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Cardinals even won this game. So I'm going to lean Eagles minus five. I think there's a higher chance of that hitting, but I think there's a pretty decent chance of the Cardinals money line cashing. Um, so be on the lookout for that. We'll see. I, I mean, we'll see really how, how good the Eagles are as they continue to play these kind of desperate, not desperate, but teams that are playing a lot more desperate than they are, teams that aren't talentless but aren't great. Because um, the Eagles really have such a soft schedule that we are not going to know how good they are until realistically the playoffs. So, anyway, um, lean the Eagles minus five, but we're not touching that game. It's not fun, and I'm biased, so I don't really like betting on the Eagles. Uh, anyway, moving on. A game I think I really like again, but another favorite that I do not like betting on favorites, guys. It's not fun. Um, it is the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams coming off a pretty tough loss to the Niners on Monday night, looking pretty rough. Allen Robinson is washed. Um, I'm just going to throw that out for you guys. Cooper Cup obviously is insane, but that Rams offense is kind of slow right now. They've got to really find the running game, I think, if they can, to be a good offense again, and they can't really lean on Stafford. He's just not good enough to, to be leaned on. Um, ugh, this is such a tough game because the Cowboys have playing, been playing over their head for quite some time. But, dude, like, eating, why is it five and a half? Like, why couldn't this be, like, minus three or something like why couldn't this be something smaller but then again that wouldn't drive the public 59% of bets 64% of money to go to the Cowboys so I think there's definitely value here on the Rams like I just it's gross but I got to go with it guys I've been saying the Cowboys aren't as good as they've been playing for quite some time I think it's a tough trip to go all the way to LA I think that the Rams have a lot better football left in them and I don't think they're a total disaster they've got to figure out the offensive line a little bit They've got to run the ball. Excuse me, Jesus. I think my fucking shit from the work dinner came up almost. I fucking scallops. Ugh. Um, sorry. Uh, but I think that the the Rams are due to play better. The Cowboys are due to play worse. These are two teams trending in opposite directions, which is causing this public bet percentage. But I'll ride with the Rams. I, I think I'm going to put it on the card. I'll circle it for now. It's one that I could coward out on come Sunday because I've been betting against the Cowboys once or twice recently it hasn't worked but I think that's the game there's a breakthrough Sunday night we have Bengals at Ravens what a game honestly I really like this one in a week that doesn't have a lot of good games I feel like the Ravens are playing in the game of the week every week the Ravens are minus three at home super interesting spread super interesting game both teams coming in at two and two and both teams really um, obviously battling atop that division with the Browns kind of hovering in there as well so it's going to be a super interesting week for the AFC North, I think, just pointing that out to start in this game. Um, I like the Ravens organizationally a little more. I think the Bengals are still really struggling to run the football, which is concerning. And I think that the Ravens are the slightly better team. 
But the Bengals, I think we haven't seen their best football. Joe Burrow's still getting healthy from that appendicitis surgery or whatever he had in the offseason. And they're playing better and better. Loved how they played on Thursday night for us last week. They hit our bet. That was awesome. We were totally right about Vegas telling us all it to do there in that situation. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a really interesting game. If we remember last year, the Bengals had the Ravens number. Like, I remember, I think it was week six or seven. Like, Bengals just took it to the Ravens in 1 p.m. window. Jamar Chase went off. And that was kind of a, oh, shit, this guy's going to be like a Pro Bowl, like top five receiver the moment he steps on the field moment. So super impressive from him. But I uh, I see the bet percentages here. 17% of bets on the Bengals, 38% of the money. And I think this is a 50-50 game. I'll gladly take the Bengals with the three points. I think it could come down to the last play. I think it could come down to a Ravens two-point conversion to win it or a game-winning field goal from McPherson. Who knows? I, or Tucker. These are some great kickers on these teams. So it's going to be an awesome game, I think. But I will side with the team getting the points, as I usually do in these spots. I like the Bengals. I don't think it's going to go on the card, um, just because I, I love the Ravens so much. It's tough for me to bet against them. And I don't know if I love betting on the Bengals two weeks in a row. And I don't love betting against the Ravens after a loss. But I'll think about it, man. Like, it could be, there could be some value there. I don't know. So, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it. But that might end up on the card, guys. So, keep stay tuned. Our last game of the week is another pretty good one, I would say, actually. You know, it is Raiders at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus seven. So, I think it's a good line. Um, the Raiders, though, in the last few years, if you guys remember, it feels like they always play the Chiefs close. Like, am I right? Like, they're always... You know, right in those games with the Chiefs, it feels like they each score every time they get the ball, and the Chiefs always get it done in the end. But the Raiders have played some great games against the Chiefs recently. It's a spot where we're seeing 15% of bets and 24% of the money. Oh, wait, no, I've been getting that wrong the whole time. Holy shit. Oh, my God, it's handle first and then bets? Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. All right, I've been confusing this the whole time. So it's bets... Oh, boy. Guys, this is a disaster. So the Sharps are actually on the Commanders. Let's check our other picks. I got, I got to look at this real quick, boys. We got we to improvise really quick. Um, so our first pick we were thinking about was the Browns. We are seeing 61% of the money, but 31% of the bets. Okay, so the Sharps are on the Browns. Make That makes more sense. Um, Lions, we are seeing 23% of the money, but 69% of the bets. Ooh, so the Lions is technically a bit of a pleb play. Um, this week, so I might scare me a little bit off of that. Um, the Saints, what are we seeing? Saints are seeing, oh, evenly, nothing. They're not getting bet on this week. Uh, the Bucks, we are seeing handle-wise. It's a little bit of a sharp play, more handle than percentage. Percentage about 50-50, handle about 61% on the Bucks. And then on the Rams, we are seeing 34% of bets, 41% of handle, so it's a slightly sharp play. Okay, so that, that makes sense. Um, just checking and then on this game the Raiders Chiefs we're seeing 15% of the handle and 24% of the bets on the Raiders plus seven I'll lean the Raiders I'm not gonna bet the game I'm not fading Mahomes I just am not in the mood to do it and hold on for dear life all night on Monday night I'd rather have a relaxing Monday I think I'm gonna need it after my Vegas trip this weekend so that might be uh, uh, influencing my pick there a little bit but I'm really not in the mood to do that um, but I think there's value on the Raiders they're still playing desperate they had a really nice win last week Josh Jake with an awesome week, man. Good for him. I think he's been kind of sputtering in recent years a little bit and not getting his fifth-year option picked up is pretty rough as a running back. So, you know, hopefully he can play his way into a contract, make some nice money for himself. 
I do remember that story coming out last year about how all the kids he had, and then he literally just was like, no, this is bullshit. Funny. So, yeah. But uh, I got nothing else, guys. Let's go over our bets really quickly and see what we are going to be ripping this weekend. I think we can look and say that we are going to be interested in the Browns. I don't know if it's going to be on the cards. That's a maybe. I think we are going to go maybe on the Lions just because it's a little plebeian. But the plebeian bets did not really phase us last week, and that was great. So I think we're going to end up betting the Lions. I like it. I like plus three against Bailey's app. Um, and that defense is better than it's playing. Alcuda is apparently pretty good this year. And Hutchinson will step up and hopefully make some plays. Outside of that, it's pretty rough, but we'll see. Um, moving off of that, the Saints, I think we're definitely going to have on the card. They haven't showed us anything this year, but they're minus five and a half against a team that has showed us life at times. So I like them a lot. And then as well as the Bucks, I think that's another spot where we will be betting for sure. So Bucks minus 10. Um, we are going to take the Rams, I believe, minus five and a half. Uh, it's a lot of similar bets this week, guys. Just favorites that shouldn't be favored as much as they are that we're kind of trusting. But yeah, we're going to have to just pick our spots here and be smart about it. I don't know if I'm going to bet the Rams. I just don't know if I want to do that. They really haven't shown much, and I think that they're they're kind of rough around the edges right now. So we'll see, but figure it out. But that is the card for now, guys. We gave you all our leans. Oh, quick recap of last week, by the way, if you're still around. We did go 10, 4, and 2, I believe. There were two pushes. The Bills and, a, and I believe the Saints pushed. So we went 10, 4, and, and 2 overall. So really nice week for the boy. But, um, yeah, maybe we just bet every game. And we just we just ripped that every week. So that brings our season-long record to, I believe, 20. I'm trying to think. Uh, 36. It's, it's going to be our whole record to 36, 24, and 3, I think. 36, 20, 36, 25, and 3, I believe. That's our record on the season for every picking every game. So that's pretty good, too. Um, but we're going to stick to just a few picks this week as usual. I will release the card tomorrow while I'm in Vegas, hopefully. And, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have some fun on Sunday, guys. Let's make some more money. Hey, Beluga's, Beluga's getting a little hot. Uh, more people are hopping on, which is making me nervous. But hey, get on the wagon. Let's let's go. Oh, let's do this thing, guys. Like, why not us? You know. So yeah, you guys have a great weekend. I'm gonna get some sleep. I feel like absolute dog shit. Um. So yeah. Uh, hope you guys have a good weekend and uh, talk soon.